Hello and welcome to the Reality Roots Podcast with me, your host, Hillary. Welcome! I'm so glad you could make it to listen to this episode. You're in for a treat. I don't have a time limit, per se, when I am trying to record these podcasts. I kind of aim for like a minimum, I would say a minimum of 40 minutes. I think as a podcast listener, I'm like, you know, I feel disappointed if if an episode is less than 40 minutes. I have a feeling this might be another double wide episode because honestly, I was taking my notes, type, type, typing, even from the moment I watched it, actually, I, I was watching this episode and I was like, oh my God, it felt like everything everywhere all the time at once (laughs) like I just immediately had so much to say about basically every single thing that came up on the screen it was truly like a a Bollywood-esque feeling of just like oh shit (laughs) this is just like everything happening at once where do you even start so then I watched it again to take my notes and I'm watching watching I'm taking notes like a like a madman. <laughs> like it's like I'm going to be writing an exam on this or something. I looked at my notes and I was like, "Oh, how far into this episode are we? I have like a page and a half, probably almost two pages of notes so far." And I was 2 minutes and 30 seconds into this 40-minute recording of Jenny Jones and I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> We're in for a real, real treat. This is Jenny Jones, Mom and I Play More Than One Guy. I wanted to give kudos, but also I guess not kudos because I couldn't see the username that commented this, but the top comment on this video is simply, the 90s was a dark time, y'all. And it really, really was. <laughs> this is just like it's, it's like it it is so dark this episode, but also so ridiculous that it's it's hard to even know how to feel. <laughs> it's hard. It's like you're watching a horror show, but nothing looks like it's in a horror show. Just the plot (laughs) it's from a horror show and then the rest of it looks like I don't know a Disney movie or like something completely else that's not it's not really showing you how dark the themes are visually (laughs) that's for sure uh so I do apologize too because I'm a little bit hungover today so if you can hear that I'm sorry guys Let's, oh, actually, before we dive in, I wanted to, I got, I was so intrigued by the fact that Montel dated Kamala Harris that I was like, I wonder what we don't, or I wonder what I don't know about some of these other, you know, presenters, hosts, uh, as you like. I wonder what Jenny Jones has in her background. Of course, a lot that comes up is the famous episode, or I don't know if, I don't know if everybody here knows this about the Jenny Jones show or what was controversial about it at the time. I guess looking back, I think the whole fucking thing should have been controversial, but 
the the main controversy I would say surrounding talk shows and it was Jenny Jones and looking back through all of these I'm not surprised because this definitely seems like the least responsible of all the productions <laughs> I've seen so far at least in this dive back into the past if you don't know there was an episode of Jenny Jones which was it's not the episode I'm talking about today but it was like secret crushes revealed so oh I have I have a crush on my friend I'm gonna go on Jenny Jones to tell them and they had someone on they kind of maybe weren't I mean the whole thing is that it's like a secret to be revealed so I can see it from that standpoint but they weren't very clear obviously with the people with some of the one of the guests in particular it ended up being a same-sex crush where their friend who was identified as a male had a crush on this person who was also a male they weren't really upfront about that I guess they kind of sold it as like oh it could be a hot girl uh, little did they know that that person had, I guess, some pretty, well, in hindsight, we can definitely say some pretty significant mental health challenges. And I think within a week after the show was taped, they murdered someone. The person, I believe it was the person that came out to say they had a crush on them. And that's really bad. And as much as I feel like, I'm sorry to start this episode on such a downer note, I feel like so much of the episode is going to be a bit of a weird downer like that. So sorry. But if I make reference to that ever, then I do, um, I want everybody to be clear, I guess, on what happened. So a lot of, if you search for Jenny Jones, kind of trying to do a deep dive, that first layer of things that you find are going to be about the infamous murder episode I don't know if I'm going to recap that on this podcast I think if I do it would be it would have to be on like an eventual uh patreon that it doesn't exist yet so um it won't be probably anytime soon it feels I feel kind of ick like it feels kind of yucky uh, talking about something like that because I don't know if I could do it without feeling like I was further exploiting people who were very damaged by the exploitation that they went through so at this point I don't really see a way to do that and make it I don't think it would be fun I I don't know I like true crime I don't know how I feel about it yet which makes this the perfect platform to talk about the feelings that I don't know what they are perfect Anyway, so this episode that we are talking about is different, so don't worry about that, I guess. After you go through that first layer, what I found on Wikipedia, I'm just going to go through the key points of the first paragraph, because as I was reading it, I was like, I feel like none of these sentences even go together at all. Like It seems like four or five sentences from a from different Wikipedia articles that someone has patched together and tried to make it like it's the same person. It's very disjointed. So, Jones was born Janina Stronsky in Bethlehem in 1946, which at that time was in the British Mandate of Palestine. So, Oh, Jesus. Talk about a bunch of just let's just start a double wide episode by stepping all over a bunch of landmines. That's I'm so smart, guys. Uh, I'm actually not. I, I don't know if that technically makes I don't, 
think it does. I don't know. I guess I don't I don't know. Does that make you British? Does that make you Palestinian? Does that make you Israeli? Like I I honestly don't I don't know what that even really means, but they weren't there for very long. She moved with her family to Italy, and then they moved from Italy to Canada in 1948. And she was only born in 1947. So within, you know, by the time she was two, she was in Canada. So I would say she's Canadian. As a Canadian, I've never heard any Canadian claim Jenny Jones as one of our own. Uh, Probably the murder thing. But I was kind of surprised to learn that said her parents were Polish immigrants, so they must have gone from Poland to Bethlehem, I guess. What a, I wonder why. So they went Poland, I mean, assuming, I don't know where they lived before they moved to Bethlehem, but as I'm reading it, I guess that means they went from Poland to Bethlehem to Italy to Canada, all within the span of like two, two and a half years, that seems like. Uh, I just wonder why. I, I don't know. I'm sure there was a good reason. I'm just curious. That wasn't covered under Wikipedia. Uh, Jones grew up in London, Ontario. That's so close to where I live. In a strict Catholic house household. And her parents ran a bridal shop in Canada. So that's the background on Jenny Jones. I mean, if she would have dated Kamala Harris, I think that would have been <laughs> really so. Oh my gosh, I would have had to talk about that for eight hours probably. But uh, not quite like Kamala Harris level of interesting, but... I still thought that was kind of interesting. It's interesting to me when people come from so many different places. So, the first person we see, of course, Jenny. Jenny's outfit, it's kind of giving me 90s mom realness. I don't know, not real. Mm, by realness, I mean Jennifer Aniston mom realness. Like when, when Rachel and friends gave birth to Emma and became a mom, her style at that point in Friends is very much Jenny's outfit. She looks really good. I didn't realize, you know, when I looked up the Wikipedia, I guess she was born in 1946, which makes her about 50 at this time. Maybe late 40s, early 50s. I was impressed. I was like, she looks good. I mean, Sally Jesse Raphael's wild moms that she had were 30 and they were looking like they were 65. So I felt like Jenny looked pretty, I don't know, pretty hip, I guess for the time she's got this blue sweater it's like kind of short I don't know if anybody else remembers but there was a time before anybody knew about making shirts longer <laughs> just they used to all fit like that like right like they were supposed to meet the top of your pants when you're were just standing up right so of course as soon as you moved or like did anything <laughs> It was too short or you could see midriff or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how people existed in this time. <laughs> it seems stressful. I feel like I would be stressed. And then like, well, what happened again, if you, if you were there, I'm sure you know this, but what happened is that we got the really low rise jeans, right? Like remember when Brittany's vagina was just out <laughs> of her pants? I remember distinctly her walking out onto a stage on some late night show and being able to basically see her whole vagina, like full pubic mound, pretty much, I would say everything right up to the lips. It was like, it was so low. And then when regular people were like, we were like, oh, 
I want to wear pants like that. Why wouldn't I want my vagina hanging out of them? It's like the only point of pants. Anyway, why wouldn't I want that? Uh, and then we bought them and they were like, oh shit, my butt cracks out. God damn it. <laughs> so then the industry was like, good news guys. We made shirts longer. Maybe just make the jeans regular. Like we could have not. It's just one of those situations where you're like, you know, you could have just not changed anything and things would have been fine. But I can't really complain because because of that, we got long shirts as a tall girl myself. I appreciate that because the short shirts of days of yore were always too short for me. And a lot of the quote unquote longer shirts are correct for my body. I'm not even that tall, so I can't imagine people who are like actually factually tall. Anyway, uh, now we have long shirts. We have short. Well, well then high rates. I don't know, guys. I can't. I can't. It's not a fashion show. Okay, <laughs> go listen to a podcast about the evolution of fashion. We're just looking at what we're looking at on the Jenny Jones stage. Jenny's even got the Rachel haircut, kind of again that shorter post-Emma birth haircut. I also want to take a second to talk about the set because it actually is probably the best quality set out of all the talk shows. It looks like it costs the most amount of money, <laughs> I guess, so compared to like Jerry Springer and Maury. Even today, I think it's just a stage. Like it doesn't look like anything really fancy. It's just a stage with some chairs on it and I guess a couple entry points onto the stage, but and an audience. It's not like it's not a complicated. Not that Jenny's set is crazy, I guess, but it's it's the craziest for sure. It's got a catwalk. It's got a mystery door. Like by by mystery door, I mean like a door where you can only see the silhouette of the person on the other side. So that's kind of fun. I don't think anybody. Maybe Ricky Lake had that, but I don't remember that to say for sure I don't I don't feel like anybody else other than Jenny Jones had it she's got like two side doors with stairs that come down the theme was so 90s it was basically I don't know what you it's almost almost steampunk but the colors were sort of brighter than what I would call steampunk it was it was nineties. If you remember, I don't. I assume that was in the states too. I, if you remember something called One Saturday Morning, which was ABC's, I guess Saturday Morning version of TGIF. Uh, it was kind of the same theme. It was, yeah, I don't know. I would call it like cartoon steampunk, <laughs> steampunk, but with brighter colors. So that's fun. Jenny says, do you need money in your life? Take notes from these guests. And she has these kind of, well, she has two pairs of moms and daughters. One is the first one we'll meet. And then the other one, I did take notes, but I saved them for when we actually meet that pair. So the first pair, <laughs> okay, I know I just said this wasn't a fashion podcast, but this is a fashion fucking moment. And these girls, by the way, before I even get into this, I'm just going to baseline say that these girls are from Salt Lake City, Utah, which, uh, I don't, I guess it surprised me. I bet they catch a lot of looks in Utah, right? <laughs> because I'm, I think of 
SLC fashion. I know this isn't really true. I know it's a blanket statement. But when I think of Utah fashion, I think of sister wives putting white long sleeve shirts under tank tops. <laughs> so imagine these two were getting some looks. We have the mom, which is who's named Kathy. Uh, it's Kathy with a C. I feel like that makes a big difference. She's got on a yellow one piece dress. I guess all dresses are one piece. She's got on a yellow dress. Did I mention I was hungover today? <laughs> She's got a yellow dress on. It's got this giant midriff cutout. Like it actually looks like a bikini top and then a mini skirt, but like if you just sewed them together a little bit on the sides, like just to connect them down and then everything else is just open. It is the most hideous yellow color you've ever seen. It is so short, it barely covers her vagina. This is before Brittany, by the way, so or at least before Brittany rocked the fat out look, so maybe she took her inspiration from Kathy with a C. She's got this teased blonde hair, which actually looks like it's more from the 80s. I wonder if she kind of updated her outfit, but not her hair. I would do the same thing, so <laughs> can't can't shit on that. But she and her daughter, too, they're really, really skinny. Really skinny. Like, the kind of skinny where your face looks sort of pinched. It's not really cute. It's like, it's very Allie, it's very Allie McBeal of that time where I don't know why people, do you remember people tried to sell us that Allie McBeal just worked out a lot? And then since then she's come out and been like, no, I did work out, but it was so restrictive. Like you are restricting calories to look that skinny. You can't get that skinny with like a healthy diet. She's got, what I would call Oh my god, it's just so 90s. She's got this frosty lipstick. Like, I don't know if you remember that. It was makeup with this frosty effect. So you could still have, like, say, maybe a dark red, but with this frost on it, just to make it look, like, cheap, cheap shit. She's got too much makeup on, too much eyeliner. She's got these thigh-high black boots. And then she has a yellow garter that matches her dress above the boot. When was that even a thing? Like, wearing a garter. And what's so stupid is it's just one of those stupid, useless, like, fashion garters. Because it's not connected to anything. Like, if you've ever actually bought a garter, you're like, oh, this is to hold up tights. Like, and then you have to also, like, connect it at the top to your body. So this is just, like, a little... It could actually be a scrunchie. I don't really know. But it's it's not doing any work. It's just hanging out above her boot. I guess. Her daughter is named Heather. Before I go any further, I already feel gross saying this. Before I go any further, Heather is 15 years old. And Jenny does bring that some attention, but not the correct attention. (laughs) We'll go through it and you'll see, but like, Okay, at this point, you just be aware that Heather is 50, and I want you to hold that firm in your mind, okay? 15-year-old Heather is wearing a pink crop top. It's what I would call the handkerchief cut. Again, very 90s. If you weren't in the 90s, I don't know if you know what I mean, but it's like a crop top, but then the front part sort of makes a triangle. Like if you put a handkerchief 
I feel like it kind of came out of Sur- no, it couldn't have come out of Survivor. I don't know. It's kind of like if you turned a handkerchief the other way and then made a shirt out of it, which I find. I feel like I do vaguely remember that being a style, but anyway, it just has kind of the triangle part at the bottom. It's made out of the most shiny fucking Romy and Michelle's high school reunion material. I tried to look up, see how hard, I was so into this episode, I was like even doing a little bit of research here. I tried to look up what this fabric is. If you've seen Romy and Michelle's high school reunion, if you haven't, then you need to stop listening to this podcast immediately and go watch that movie. And even if you have seen it before, maybe do that anyway. (laughs) It's a good movie. But I tried to look up what that fabric is called. And the closest thing I got to was called, <laughs> this is the, it's more of a description somebody gave, crazy spandex, shiny, reflective, iridescent fabric. <laughs> so I guess spandex, but a very specific spandex that I, I could only relate to Romy and Michelle. I don't ever remember it being a thing. It's pink. And it's got a bit of an animal print. The, like, not an, not like leopard, kind of a zebra. I don't know. It had some kind of pattern on it. that It wasn't just like a block color. She had these pink short shorts on that were a different shade of pink, but the same material. That's the shirt. That uh, crazy spandex, shiny, reflective, iridescent fabric of the time. She has calf length like calf height and so not like thigh high but taller I guess uh black boots with laces all the way up the front she has on way too much makeup for any human let alone a 15 year old she has again the frosty lipstick with a dark lip liner do people still wear lip liner I don't I really don't remember I remember going with my aunt when I was younger to like um you know, you can go to the mall, I guess, and get them to do your makeup, basically, so they can sell you makeup. But if you just want to get your makeup done, it's like kind of a kind of a free way to get your makeup done. I remember them selling her lip liner, but like beyond that, I don't ever remember. <laughs> like I never felt, I mean, I have no lips, I guess. Maybe that's the problem. If I put lip liner on my lips, I wouldn't need lipstick because that would be that would be basically my whole lip I just have these like super thin lips so maybe it's a me issue but I've I just never have considered buying lip liner I don't feel like I've ever seen anybody wear lip liner or if they do it's like close enough to the lipstick color who even wears lipstick like I don't I don't know like it's maybe it's a me thing because I don't have lips but I just, I don't know about lip liner. I don't believe in it. (laughs) I barely believe it exists. Uh, She's got not only the frosty lipstick, but she's also got the frosty eyeshadow goop. This is another, oh my gosh, right, again, right back to my childhood. It was that same frosted effect as the frosty lipstick, but it was eyeshadow and it wasn't a powder. I guess it was a liquid, they called it a liquid, but it was a goop, more of a goop, high viscosity goop that you would crust onto your eyes. <laughs> Just looks so shitty. She has, I don't, I feel like she did this. Okay, if I was 15 in the 90s, I maybe I would have done this too. If I mean, my parents would never have let me wear any clothes that looked like that at any fucking age, but 
I guess if they did, or if I was in my room by myself <laughs> trying to be fashion, I maybe I would have done this too. But I feel like in my head, what happened is she saw her mom with this garter, which was probably a fucking scrunchie, a yellow scrunchie, and her mom put it on her leg to be like, oh, it's like sexy. And then, and then her mom left to do something else. And then she had a pink scrunchie and she was like, oh, I could be cool too. And she put it on her elbow. (laughs) Scrunchy is on her left arm around her elbow doing nothing. Like if that garter scrunchy was doing nothing, this is doing literally nothing. There's never, there's never been an arm garter. That's not a thing. So I imagine she like didn't understand the concept of a garter and was like I could be cool too and put it on her arm and then nobody noticed until she was already on stage (laughs) and then after they were like oh you shouldn't have worn that that looks so stupid that's what I I don't know that's the story I made up in my head I she her hair is so short it's that 90s like kind of pixie cut but maybe a little bit longer it's like all teased on the back and the top so it looks bigger biggish but it's not long enough to put into a ponytail so and it, oh my God, if it was you would put a scrunchie around your wrist right not around your elbow I I mean she's 50 and so I can chalk that up to being 50 and then nobody noticing how stupid she looked before she got out there there was a lot going on maybe it just got lost in the in the fray of fashion she also has an eyebrow piercing she says she started this at 13 she comes out she's all like you don't know me it's it's actually weird because she she flips in a way where it, it does feel like she's 15 for a moment because she comes out with this like very I mean obviously catch me outside wasn't happening then because that sort of came out of this fertilizer I guess uh but she comes out all you don't know me she's got this really high-pitched squeaky voice she's like you don't know me you guys all don't know you shut up sit down and then she looks kind of at Jenny but I guess obviously the camera's kind of pointing her face and then she's like hi Jenny <laughs> she's so excited to be there she waves she looks all sweet first it just it's a weird switch the first thing that an audience member says in this whole episode somebody stands up and says the following I think she's suffering from a disease called noacetal she is 15 years old sir they just told us that they just told us that how Uh, how? (laughs) I don't understand like Oh, so much of this blew my mind. I mean, we don't, at this point in the episode, we don't really know where they're going with this. But, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why is that the first thing? Uh, sir, nobody wants a joke. Like, we don't, I, it's barely a funny joke. And to make it in this context is so inappropriate. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, everyone's cheering, everyone's psyched about it. That's how, like, that That really is. The 90s was a dark time. <laughs> like, when people said that and other people cheered for it, what the fuck was going on, guys? That, that's crazy. That's crazy. 
the mom is a stripper. Kathy with a C is a stripper. She's teaching her daughter how to lap dance. They're practicing together. Jenny Jones is like, so if they're giving you money, what are they getting in return? Heather is still by herself on stage right now, by the way, which is also... I don't know. It's like horrifying in a different way because even I remember sort of as like a young teenager, even like putting on or trying on kind of sexier clothes and not even really understanding why and not even being in public, just in front of the mirror, getting kind of like a, like a twisty upset feeling in my tummy that I didn't even really understand at the time. I have to imagine that this girl must feel something of that, even if she doesn't understand it and it's not the narrative that she's like bought into or is trying to sell us. I'm I'm halfway convinced that she probably does have that same like ick feeling in her tummy. And she is by herself on a stage in front of an audience who just told her she has no ass. Like that's the fucking crime. Like like that's the like that's what we're going to focus on even for a moment, that's so stupid. Ugh, I feel, oh, I feel bad for her. Uh, Jenny Jones says, so if you're giving, if they're giving you money, what are they getting in return? You're getting money from these guys for what? Heather says nothing. They just get to be seen with me. She says she's never had sex in her life. She's, pl- she says she's playing a 21 year old named Mikey, which is, we'll get into that later, but even just off the hop, that's wild. We'll get into that later. Heather says, I'm going to be a, sorry, I'm going to be a stripper when I grow up. I'm going to get a boob job too. I got to find someone to pay for that real soon. Uh, PSA for any doctors out there. When a 15 year old shows up to get implants with the 21 year old who's paying for them, say no, just say no. You know it. You know, you shouldn't. I hope, I hope doctors Ugh, it's gross. Because you know her mom would give consent. So I guess that's how they get around it. But just like as a human, even even if it's legal, that doesn't make it right. And I hope that doctors out there, I hope there's, I hope the majority of doctors understand that that is not an ethically okay thing to do. An audience member, again, I don't, uh, all the feelings. I have all the feelings. An audience member stands up at this point. And says, instead of a boob job, maybe you should get someone to buy you a chisel so you can get all that shit off your face. She doesn't say shit, but she basically says shit. And, like, I mean, she's right? <laughs> I guess, like, she's right. I have to, okay, it's, she's not wrong. It's kind of funny. Like, it's, I, I gotta give it, like, a couple points for that. But you're kind of bullying a 15-year-old who's standing in a very vulnerable spot. Like, I I still don't feel good about it. Like, I can't, I can't share that on Heather's response because she's 15, I suppose, and seems to have basically no guidance on how to probably handle anything in her life. Says, you wish you could have it on your face, bitch. Fuck you. Which means nothing. What does that mean? <laughs> like, you wish you could have this much makeup on you? She can. She's an adult. She can buy her own makeup. Her Like, it's not expensive, obviously, what you have on your face. We can see that. So, like, yeah, she could. And, ugh, so stupid. Jenny Jones is laughing. She's like, oh, does your mom teach your makeup too? Heather says no. Okay. Another audience member stands up and says, how about getting an education? 
And then Heather tells us it's just just every layer is more of like, what the fuck? Heather says she already has her GED. And I was like, why? Because <laughs> you're 15. So to me, if you're 15 and you have your GED, that means you didn't, you weren't doing regular school then, right? Like that, that's the only, that's the only explanation I can think of to get your GED before you're even really scheduled to get a high school diploma tells me that maybe you were expelled or suspended or you wanted to go to college super early, but that I don't, a GED wouldn't help you get into college. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like a college would look at a GED that you earned at 13 more favorably than a high school diploma that you earned at a regular age. I don't think that's the situation. <laughs> Sorry. What I, I don't even know why I went off on that track because I'm pretty confident it means she got expelled or something like that and she, or she didn't want to go back or she was like, I'm getting bullied. Which is, I mean, I've been in school at the time. I'm sure she was probably bullied. Not saying that's uh, right, but I just can only imagine. Again, if I showed up to school wearing that outfit for even five minutes, I would. I, that would be my life. Like I would, I would never hear the end of it. So I can imagine maybe she was being bullied or she got expelled for dressing this way. I don't know. And so stopped going to high school and then when she went to get her GED, it must have been easy, right? Like, I can't remember when Chelsea Huska on Teen Mom took, like, six years to get her GED, and she was the right age to be getting her GED, or you know what I mean? She was, like, older than 15, like, she, you know, was, like, late teens, early 20s. She took so long to get her GED, so if Heather already has her GED, she must be, like, a base level of smart to have it at 15, doesn't seem like she's the type that would have been studying really hard. So I want to say that she's probably smart. I don't know, but she's got no job. She says she's got no job. Penny's like, let's meet the mom. Her mom comes prancing down that catwalk, all hyped up, shaking her ass. She's got the same, same outfit. Thing. She's like, you can all kiss my ass. Look at her. She's beautiful. All right. Kathy says she's playing four guys right now. Heather says she's playing eight guys right now. By playing, this seems to come up. I mean, that's the that's what we're talking about. the topic. Jujur, uh, Jenny Jones today is women who play guys. So in this context, playing guys means, I guess, flirting with them to get them to give you stuff. If you needed, if, if you needed that defined, then that's that's what that means. I guess that's what we're talking about. Jenny Jones, that's like a line where, again, it's so, it's, I don't know what, if, I don't know how to, uh, <laughs> Jenny Jones is like, Kathy, what happened? Did someone hurt you? <laughs> like, that's a pretty valid question, right? Like, but because of how ridiculous everything is, it's like any legitimate question just kind of gets buried in the what the fuck of it all. Kathy does say she was married for 10 years to an abusive guy and men suck and Heather agrees that all men suck. So now they're just out to get men, I guess. So the answer to Jenny Jones's question is yes, someone hurt her. And now she's just taking it out on the world, dragging her daughter into it. Kathy calls out quote unquote Chicago bitches for, I don't know, something talking about her daughter or something like that. 
An audience member says, you both look trifling. <laughs> you look like trash. Kathy responds with, you look butt ugly. <laughs> Heather watches her mom and then yells, like, it's just, it's so, it's, it's a weird micro moment, right? Kathy's like, you look butt ugly. While she's yelling that, Heather's watching her mom, turns her head, and then parrots what her mom just said. You look ugly. It was like, ugh, I don't know. It was, it was, it was weird in a whole new way of being like, oh, because you're just copying your mom. Like, you just have no, you're so young and you have no context for any of this. So you're just looking, literally looking at your mom to be like, how am I supposed to respond to this? And then responding how she responds. I guess that would pretty much sum up the whole thing. Jenny Jones says, did you do everything together? Party, drink, drugs. Kathy's like, yeah, we party together, drink together, we smoke pot together, cigarettes. Jenny's like, you smoke pot with your daughter? And Kathy's like, well, yeah, if we're doing it together, I know she won't get anything laced or bad. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what weed was in the 90s, but, uh, don't do that. <laughs> if you're a mom, that's not good. When we get an interstitial with Heather and Kathy, they do this for basically everyone, but it's just, it's, it's made, it made my whole job this week, I guess, even just that much harder because now they have brand new outfits to talk about, which are... Just as bad as the outfits I already talked about for 10 minutes. Kathy's in like a, again, I guess it's a dress. No, it's pants. I think it's one piece though. It's like black pleather spandex. The top is like a V-neck halter and it's kind of backless. So basically if you look, when it shows from behind, there's just kind of one strap across the back because it's being held up kind of around her neck with pants. <laughs> um, Heather's in like a pink halter top with jeans and... You don't see these anymore. Was that a 90s thing? It was like the metal loops belt. Like a belt made of metal loops or with metal loops on them. Haven't seen those in a while. Kathy, and this is all part of this interstitial. Kathy says she's so proud of Heather. She can play men as well as I can. So because this is all obviously filmed like away from the show, they all have their most actory actor voices on. <laughs> like... They're really, they're really going for, you know, their big shot on TV, I guess. Uh, Kathy's like, I'm so proud of Heather. She can play men as well as I can. I started teaching her at 13. Heather says, I pick up men, drink, and smoke weed with my mom all the time. <laughs> Kathy, it sounds ridiculous. I can hear myself. I feel like it sounds ridiculous, but I also don't feel like it's that far off of what it actually sounds like Kathy says yeah and it makes me feel good as a mom knowing that she's doing drugs that aren't laced <laughs> with what Kathy Heather says isn't my mom the best she teaches me how to strip when I'm a stripper I'll get even more money <laughs> Kathy says playing men got me these implants now we need to find some sucker to pay for Heather's boob job. Heather's like, then we'll both be rolling in the dough. Our rent is paid, free cigarettes, and we don't even have to sleep with these guys. Don't play or hate. Appreciate. At this point, as <laughs> at this point in this process, 
I was like, when I was 15, I didn't want to do a goddamn thing my mom was doing or dress like her or anything, even remotely clothes. Even now when my mom picks out clothes for me, I'm just, I'm kind of, maybe I'm just fussy about my clothes, but uh, why didn't she get me a nice dress for my birthday? She is starting to buy things more on kind of what she thinks I would like. But when I was 15, my mom was like, oh, this would look so cute. And I was like, that's the ugliest fucking thing I've ever seen. I'm not wearing it. So at 15, anyway, I I didn't feel this way about my mom. I wasn't looking to her to be like, I'm going to parrot exactly this person. I was 15. I was like uh, individuating, right? I wanted to do my own thing. So I'm concerned about Heather's mental state. Even just for that, it just... It just shows like a lack of maturity, right? It's like a lack of individuation. If she was rebelling, she'd be, I guess, like a super conservative Christian or something. I don't know what that looks like, but I guess, I don't know, everybody's different, I guess. Also, I will say that my mom was doing regular, boring adult stuff not acting like a college freshman so maybe if she had been acting like a college freshman I would have felt differently probably the clothes she would have picked out would have been a little bit different an audience member says you can't but play or hate because you guys are the sorriest players I've ever seen but what I really want to say is and they start like yelling at him this was kind of funny he's like Tweedledee and Tweedledum calm down first of all You have to let your daughter know there's a flip side to what you're doing. It's only a matter of time before she has to spread her legs for the money. Kathy yells at him that she has never had sex for money. And then he's like, because you give it up for free. But that didn't, I guess it was in the heat of the moment. I was like, that doesn't even really make sense though. Because she's saying she's getting money. I, But she's not sleeping with people. So she's sleeping with people for free. And getting money to go on dates. I feel like logically there's some kind of gap here. <laughs> there, Oh, they have this profile. I, I'd forgotten about the profiles that Jenny would put out. She calls them profiles, but it's not. It's that What happened is they asked these girls, like, because uh, what it says is, like, what we get for free. That's the title. Heather and Kathy, what we get for free. So they ask each guest the same question, and they throw up, like, their picture with a, the list of whatever they answered. But the thing is, is just naturally people will answer things differently. <laughs> like, if you, I don't know, it just, everybody has kind of a different like format for answering these things. So they end up being kind of funny. So we look at Heather and Kathy's profile. What we get for free. Bus rides. That was the first thing you said, guys. <laughs> Bus rides. Cool. What's that, like $2? All right. Get it, I guess, if you can. Cigarettes, tanning, jewelry, money, a bed, $110 to go on a breakfast date with a guy. Okay. Uh, see, that to me, if you, if that's, if somebody asks you, the lists are telling in this way, is that if you ask like a general question like that and you get a specific answer, like $110 to go on one, like one time somebody paid me $110 to go on a breakfast date with them. So that's not normal then. Like that's not, that's the best example you could come up with. And it seems like it's kind of an outlier because I don't know. You you took the time to mention it, right? So, I don't know. It must have been specifically 
uh, you know, relevant. I don't know. They get their rent paid and they get breast implants. Ladies, you probably should have put the breast implants above the bus rides. <laughs> but, okay. Jenny Jones now goes way out of her way at this point to clarify that no one's having sex in this situation. They're just for, like, all of this is just for hanging out and just for taking pictures. Probably because in her head she's like, oh shit, are we doing an episode on prostitution? Fuck, didn't mean to do that. Damn it. I don't know. Like, is it even true that... Is this true, guys? Like, I, I feel like this is kind of always, I mean, again, baseline, there's always that first question of, like, how real are these people? But above that, like, are they actually prostituting and they just don't want to get in trouble for the prostitution slash human trafficking of a 15-year-old? Or are they actually not having sex with these guys and they've just found... I don't know. I kind of go... It could be either way because guys are pretty stupid sometimes. Not all guys, but a lot of guys are really fucking stupid. As we'll see when we meet Mikey. So uh, maybe. I don't know. Hard hard to say. They show these pictures that Heather and Kathy got paid to take or got paid for the pictures. Which is another thing. I mean, that... I I feel like I learned about that from true crime. Because it's, I don't know, I don't know why it comes up in true crime, to be honest. But before the internet, and before porn was, like, everywhere that you would ever want it, and a lot of places you probably don't, before that, you could, like, as a woman, sort of set up a mailing list. I guess the marketing would have been pretty hard at the time, because there was no internet. But you could get a list of guys, and you'd be like, hey guys, send me $10 a month, or whenever, send me $10, and I'll send you a picture back. And you can just take a sexy picture at home, and mail it to them for however much. And you could, they, I feel like people had subscriptions, right? Like, oh, send me 10 bucks a month, I'll send you a picture a month, or whatever arrangements that they had. This kind of took me back to that, that time. They show these pictures that they got paid for, and in the very first one, they're posing together for this like quote-unquote sexy picture and they're both holding cigarettes in their hand ladies if you're getting paid for a picture I think you could put the cigarette down for two fucking seconds Jesus they said they got ten dollars a picture for these an audience member comes in with a real statement and says Heather I feel sorry for you like just genuinely I feel sorry for you that your mom is teaching you this and I really genuinely hope you grow up and get the hell away from her and all of this and that's how I feel Todd comes out this is one of Kathy's guys who gives her stuff sounds like he bought a lot of the items in this like profile that they gave us the bed they mentioned the bed I almost feel like that would be interesting if anyone cares or not it sounds like it was for one of Kathy's other kids who's younger I guess uh in his intro, Jenny says, he's like, he says, <laughs> Jenny says that Todd says that if Kathy doesn't quit her player ways, then he's going to take all his shit back. Don't, oh Jesus, like don't take a child's bed. If it was for her son, don't do that. I hope he would leave. What are you even going to do with a bed? Like it's for a kid. At that point, it's not for Kathy, right? At that point, it's like charity for a child who doesn't have a bed. <laughs> Um, I hope he didn't take that. Todd comes out. He looks like an army boy. He's bald and he's kind of jacked. And Jenny puts a lot of these words in his mouth. So I don't really know what's true. 
but it seems like he actually cares for her. He says he loves her. He he says he would marry her right now if she changed her ways, which is like what it seems like. I don't know. There must be another level of her, right? Beyond what we're seeing that I guess he's really into. I don't know. It's hard to tell because she's just got this crazy, crazy exterior on. She says she loves him, but she's not in love with him. This guy, it turns out he paid for the implants, the bed, like I said, these rings. Jenny Jones is like, Kathy, you could be losing a good guy here, you know? Jenny, we don't know that. Like, again, you put 90% of these words in his mouth. So I'm not prepared to sit here, even on this podcast, and say that Todd is a good guy. We don't know that. All we know is that he bought Kathy a lot of shit, and... He says that he actually loves her. I have no idea. Kathy says, "Eh, I'm not going to change my ways. It's an easy way to get money when you need it. Like, this is, okay, this is something that comes up a lot when we talk about reality TV. This is what makes it kind of, I mean, that's not what makes it relevant, but it definitely all rolls into this reality TV theme, right? Is that there are, I would say, three jobs. Stripper, drug dealer, reality tv star where you fall into a money trap right of being like yeah i could get another job but this is easy and i make more money doing what i would do doing like a regular job so why like how it's it's hard to take a pay cut i guess for ethical reasons it's not impossible and it I, it's a good move like i know people that have made that move and i i definitely think it's for their benefit but it is a diff it's uh, it's always difficult to take a pay cut for any reason right so uh, I guess that's the trap that Kathy feels she's in as a stripper oh now we bring out Mikey <laughs> Mikey's the 21 year old that is quote-unquote being played by Heather just want to reiterate again that Heather is 15 <laughs> I don't know if it's fair like you're an adult, so I don't know if it's fair to say that you're getting played by a child. You are an adult. We need more adults here in this story. He's the one who paid for these pictures, and I really... like. Does that mean that you solicited child pornography? Like, I guess she's not... The pictures we see on the Jenny Jones show, they're not naked. They're definitely suggestive. Another question of, like, if it's not technically illegal, maybe it, sh- it should be still. Like, that's not that's not good. It's not going to look good at your trial, buddy. That's, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, and he's like, oh, my God, this guy, I think he's just an idiot. Like, he's like, I paid for these pictures. They're beautiful. These girls are beautiful. I paid for these pictures. And, yeah, and I didn't get nothing for it. And Jenny's like, then why did you do it? And he's like... Because I wanted the pictures. <laughs> it's like, so you did get something out of it. You got pictures, which is what you wanted, which is disgusting. Uh, Mikey says he knows he's being played and he's fine with it. He loves to be seen with her because she's beautiful. He says, when people see me, all eyes are on me because I'm with her. Mikey, that's because you're committing a crime in public. <laughs> look they're not looking at you because she's beautiful dumbass they're looking at you because it's a felony like if I was just walking down the street with two big giant cartoon money bags with big dollar signs on them and 
I guess not a mask. Like he's not even wearing a mask. Like a a mask, but pulled up <laughs> over like a headband, so you could still see my face walking down the street. It wouldn't be because I look beautiful that people are looking at me. It's because it's a full-on fucking crime that's obvious that you're just walking down the street as if it's not a crime. That's, 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 you have misinterpreted the reactions of people around you. That's not good. Mikey says, I know she's hella young, but I want to (laughs) wait. Jenny Jones says, so what if you run out of money? And Mikey's like, then I guess it's through. Heather's like, yeah, (laughs) I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk to this guy if he didn't have money. And all this makes me think, like, he knows that he can't get a good-looking girl. So he's just like, hmm, I'll trap this one when she's 15, and I'll get her to love me now. And then when she is legally old enough to date me, we can date. Which is grooming, I think is what we call that. Oh, it's so gross. Like, Mikey, you're gross. Go to hell. (laughs) Don't even feel bad for this guy. And, like, if you didn't... if, If any of this didn't tell you that he's an idiot... This man is on TV telling on himself. This man is on TV talking about how much he loves this 15-year-old girl and how he solicited them to take pictures for him. You're an idiot. Now it's voting cards time, which I had totally forgotten was like a staple of Jenny Jones, the Jenny Jones show. Where I guess everybody in the audience, I wonder if they're, they probably put them on the seats waiting for people to come in, but they have these little cards that have two sides to them. And then you're supposed, they, they, Jenny will ask her audience at certain points to vote using one side of the card or the other. I want to know who makes these cards. (laughs) First of all, they look like they're done in marker. There's like a million of them. I guess probably someone drew it in marker and then they like photocopied them or like printed it on um, like a million of them. I don't know. It just looks weird. At that point, like just type something out. I don't know. It is what it is, I guess. It's of the time. So the options to vote on this episode are either got no shame or girl got game. What is the difference, is my question. You can have game and no shame, I think. <laughs> I don't know if these girls have game. I mean, if you're getting shit that you want, I guess technically you got game. Like, the game that you're playing. Um, but you could also be shameless about it. So Jenny asks the audience to vote using their voting cards. 100% of the audience says, got no shame. Kathy says they're not ashamed at all. And I agree. Like I said, I I have this gross suspicion that Heather probably feels shame deep down and doesn't know why. But okay, I guess I guess for the purposes of these stupid fucking voting cards, I guess that's true. Got no shame. But to basically <laughs> piggyback on my last thought, an audience member stands up to say the only games you need to be playing are tic-tac-toe and hopscotch y'all got no game i thought sorry i thought that was because heather was so young that she should be playing literal games and not weird sex games but i don't don't know either way it's just it's like i i've really been trying to think how to describe this feeling it's like it's like getting a present and being so excited and it's it's shaped very distinctly and the paper is 
bright colors and sunshine and happiness and it's got like a big ribbon on it and then opening it up to find like a human foot or something to be like what what is this and then to try to describe how you feel you're like misled I guess (laughs) it just seems ugh weird this is is, the 90s was indeed a dark time I feel like that top comment you can't I couldn't say it any better myself uh and again I just want to reiterate I think I think the time I mean I haven't obviously edited it yet because I'm still recording but I think we're probably around the like 50 or 60 minute mark right now and that is the first set of people that we talk to (laughs) there are so many more people coming (laughs) oh it's so much next up Lavone. her outfit she's got weave she's got this long leopard print dress with matching elbow length gloves (laughs) or sorry above the elbow length gloves like she's going to the fucking opera in this full-on leopard print thing She's even got, like, the choker. Like, I don't... <laughs> that was a thing. I don't know if it's, like, a custom dress, and that's why. It's like she had it. It's like she made it herself, and she had an extra piece of fabric. And she's like, oh, cute, I'll just make a little necklace. <laughs> like, I have to assume that is what happened. I don't know where you find a dress like that. Especially to think back. Like, again, now you could find anything on Amazon or eBay or whatever. But in the 90s, you had to go fucking find this shit. Uh, so I'm guessing she made it herself. Anyway, at that point, like, if you're making your own outfits to play men, that is work. <laughs> like, you're putting an effort, but okay. Um, it's got this slit in the front of the dress. Because at first I was like, oh, it's kind of like a fancier dress. It's not, like, really that sexy. Oh, but wait, it's got this big slit in the front. And she's got that slit pulled up, it looks like, so that it's right up to her crotch. Uh, and she's got big old hoop earrings on to go with what else what other accessories could this outfit possibly need other than big old hoops she flashes her butt to the audience she's like i'm a fucking diva what's up she is very pretty i have to say out of all of these people (laughs) players quote-unquote players she's probably the best looking one a guy in the audience uh holds up uh his girl got game sign right away when she comes out so I don't feel like it's just me. Then she says, uh, she says she doesn't date black guys because they don't have money. Um, okay. I don't know what to do with that. I don't know what to do with that, guys. You're going to have to take that and run with it in your own head because I don't know what to say about that. Uh, she got implants paid for. She's going to get more implants. Cool. They have this interstitial of her for her interstitial. I felt bad. I was like, why did you do her dirty like this? The very first shot, it's like, they kind of shoot it like her getting ready to go out. But the first thing they show is her getting her hair done. And we see all the tracks. Like, we see, we see behind the curtain of, like, what went into this weave. And she says all her bills are paid. I don't know. We see her go on a date with basically the lamest looking white guy you have ever seen they look like Lafonda and Kip from Napoleon Dynamite in a very real way 
It seems like from the video she's a stripper. Like, that's kind of the impression that I get. And then she says, the best thing a guy could give me is all his money. <laughs> like, fair, I guess. That's what you're here for. Seems straight up, at least. An audience member stands up to say, there's seats up. First of all, there's seats up there for a reason, so use them. <laughs> Even Jenny Jones is like, you're mad because they're standing up? And he's like, yeah, they don't need to be standing up. Uh, okay, like, why, why, why did you feel, like, the need to share that, first of all? Second of all, like, you obviously don't know about being a woman in a crop top, because I know why they're not standing up, <laughs> or I know why they're not sitting down, it's because as soon as you, as if you could be as skinny as Heather, Heather is 15 years old, and she is too thin, and I guarantee you, if she sat down in that crop top, you'd be like, oh, look at that roll. Like, it's like, no, chairs are not for sitting, sir. I don't know if you know that. At best, we could, they should have stools and they should be perched, but not like sitting on the stool. Like, oh, I'm putting my full weight on this stool. More like I'm resting my butt on this stool, but not in a way that is going to bend my torso in any way that you're going to be able to see. That's not even his point. That's just like a side point. First of all, sit down. Why? I don't know. Second, uh, to Todd, which is Kathy's guy she's playing, I guess, that like army boy. She, he's like, you paid for those implants, get yourself some visitation for them. And then he's like, also 15 will get you 30. And everyone's like, what? What is that? <laughs> it's like... He's like, for the guy dating the 15-year-old, that will get you 30 years. <laughs> Mikey says he knows all that, so guys, don't worry about Mikey. I think he's going to be all right. Lavonne, though, her ex-husband Rob is here. They were married for 11 years, and she dumped him because he had no money. <laughs> this is what she says. This is per Lavonne. She says he called his lawsuits money, and when he, when they when that ran out, I left him. Rob says he has no money because she took it all, and that she didn't leave him. He left her. He left her. That they have four kids together, and Rob doesn't feel like he got played. He just feels like he had a shitty relationship. She played three guys while they were together, and Jenny Jones is like, so she cheated. That <laughs> he's like, yes, but he's like, I stayed together because I'm a responsible parent. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's better than just cutting bait and leaving. Uh, we see the profile for Lavone. This Again, it's just the same thing. Anyway, it's just a picture. and It says, what I get for free. Makeup. Nails and hair done. Dental work. We didn't hear about the dental work. I'd like to know the extent of the dental work. And was it like a painful dental work? Like, I need a root canal? Or was it like something cosmetic? I wonder. Doesn't matter. Medical expenses. Clothes and gowns, clothes and school supplies for kids, gold earrings, diamonds and emeralds. Again, the specificity of emeralds is like, okay, so not a lot of jewels then, mostly if we're just going to specify diamonds and emeralds. A Mazda 929? I don't, I don't know if that's a good car or not. It's a Mazda, so it's probably like, fine. Tips to, trips to Las Vegas Atlantic City and Virginia. <laughs> Where in Virginia? Is Virginia nice? If you are listening and you're from Virginia, t- 
tell me if your town is nice. <laughs> tell me if it's good. Or if you'd be like, sweet, this guy's going to take me to Virginia. <laughs> okay. Uh, and her breast implants. Of course, we can't forget the breast implants. Oh, Jenny asks Rob if there's any chance he'd take her back if she changed her ways. Jenny keeps saying this, like, if they changed their ways, would it be different? And Rob's like, no. <laughs> I mean, if you were with someone for 11 years and you guys broke up, then, like, you're probably broken up. I don't feel like there's no, like, if they change their ways. Like, she had 11 years to change her ways, so. Or she started out fine and she changed her way to this way, so that's not better either. Up next, Floyd. This time we meet the friend first. Floyd's an 18-year-old, and he he says his friend, who's not his girlfriend, Latoya, getting money from guys and he suspects it's not just for hanging out. Latoya comes out. I have one thing to say about Latoya. I have one very important thing to say about Latoya's outfit. I have other things too, but the most important thing that you need to hear right now is bucket hat. Latoya's wearing a black bucket hat like it's cool. Oh, the 90s. What a time. I had a bucket hat. I thought they were cool. They don't look cool. It looks shit in her bucket hat. And it just looks silly. It just looks silly. She's got a black bodysuit on. It's got like tank top straps. And then it's got or like strappy. You know what I mean? It doesn't have sleeves, I guess. Sleeveless black bodysuit. It's got this sheer fabric over top that sort of has like a diagonal stripe pattern on it and it's just over a bikini this is pants did I say it's pants <laughs> it's so much to explain in one place so it's one piece it's like tank top or like sleeveless on the top sheared it's made of sheer fabric with a diagonal stripe on it and then under that I guess is probably just her underwear <laughs> I think um also the pants are either too short or they're supposed to be co- her shoes are like I don't know how to, I don't know because they're obviously not diamonds but I guess I would call them like fake diamond encrusted sandal type heels they're a lot like I mean like every inch of those shoes is covered in a fake diamond uh she shakes her butt for the audience the first guy in the audience stands up and he's like Latoya how much is it gonna cost to get you to put sweatpants and a shirt on she doesn't, she yells back, whenever they yell back, I don't, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to think in the moment either, but it's always nonsense, like, it's, it doesn't make any sense, she's like, nothing, that don't cost me a dime, and it's like, yeah, we know it doesn't cost you a dime to put on sweatpants, but, like, we're just asking you, is there an amount of money <laughs> that we could pay you that would convince you to put sweatpants on, that'd be cool. Um, and I mean, at least take the bucket hat off. Like how much, that would have been my question. How much to get rid of that bucket hat and throw it in a fire? She says she's talking to 15 or 16 guys right now. Well, she says, she says 15 or 16 and she says she has a man at home and 15 on the side. Why isn't this man here? Like, why is it her friend? Wouldn't her boyfriend care the most if she's playing 15 other guys on the side? Uh, she has, Latoya has an interstitial now. And the best part about her interstitial, I took almost no notes on it. Here's what I have to say about her little interstitial that she shot. White 
bucket hat. <laughs> she has a second bucket hat. <laughs> That's why. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Like, uh, there's just one thing to wear with a shitty hat. So sorry. It's one thing to wear a hat. It's a whole other thing to wear a bucket hat. It's like a whole other galaxy of <laughs> problems that you have bucket hats in multiple colors like that. Bucket hats are coming back, guys. I can't even, like, I can't handle it. Last year, I was walking by Sunday school, and there was an older kid getting dropped off. He looked like he was probably in, like, grade six, which is actually, well, maybe I just assumed that. That's the age I was when bucket hats were, like, really cool, <laughs> like, grade six or seven, but um, this kid looked like he was about grade six, and he was wearing a Heineken bucket hat. <laughs> it was, like, the last day of school, and I could tell his parents were probably just like, fuck don't care like wear whatever you want today it looks like I guarantee the teachers told him to take that off the moment he put his toe like on school property oh Jesus uh that's really it the 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 interstitial ends with her motto if a guy's not paying I'm not playing all right an audience member asks where are your kids while you're out with these guys which is kind of a fair question I feel like what people don't always think through like the question I often have is like I remember dating and dating is time consuming like especially long distance dating or like even you know internet dating I guess like it's time consuming like it's it's time consuming to sit there on your phone and like get a message read the message reply back then you get a message like that's just all time that you're just sitting there looking at your phone and to do that like to have multiple conversations going at a time like you just never get a break I just feel like that's a lot of work to be honest get a job I mean at that like (laughs) it must be equally as time consuming as a job or more so I would think from my own experience, not plugging up my, not my experience, but I never did this like playing guys, but even just like being a woman on an online dating thing. If like, I don't think I really ever had capacity to talk to more than like five guys at a time. And those were very surface level conversations. They were not anything that was going to get me, I don't know, a car or a bucket hat. (laughs) Um, I don't know. She says they're at home with their dad while she's on these dates yeah that's just the talking to you that's not even going out like say you have 15 guys not even counting your boyfriend so 16 guys and you were gonna go out with them like you you'd have to be pulling multiple dates in a day or even so if you went if there were 14 and you went out with one every single day you would have like a two-week gap between dates for one guy I don't know I just have a lot of logistic type questions <laughs> timing time management I want to know how Latoya manages her time <laughs> that's all um plus kids oh, sorry <laughs> can't get past it um yeah I'd love to ask her <laughs> like what her day-to-day really looks like an audience member this was like supposed to be funny an audience member was like are those shoes platinum like I don't know if they were throwing shade on these shoes I mean they look cheap but People were, like, screaming in the audience laughing in a way that I didn't really feel was warranted. Latoya's profile, what she gets for free. Food. Money. (laughs) Trips to Birmingham. 
even her friend was talking about that. He was like, she's getting flown out to Birmingham, but like, I, I doubt that someone's flying her to another state just to hang out with her and not have sex with her. Right. Like she must be prostituting. My question was like, where the fuck is Birmingham? Like I, not England, surely. I looked it up. Like just what, where, where is Birmingham? It's like Springfield. I'm sure there's more than one Birmingham in the U.S., but the biggest one I could find was Alabama. I don't know if it's nice or not. I try. I did try to look at that, but obviously it's like from the town of Birmingham. It's like, we are a nice place to live. Obviously, they're not going to self-describe as a shithole, but I don't, I don't know if I would ever brag about getting a free trip to Alabama, personally. Uh, she gets her, she gets jewelry, she gets her nails and hair done, clothes, clothes for the baby. Here's the other thing. $250 to $300 a week from one guy. Girl, if it, if you're on salary, it's work. <laughs> right? Like, if, it might be sex work, but it's work. Like, if, <laughs> if you're pulling a regular paycheck from it, anyway... Uh, oh, and breast implants. She also had her breast implants. Guys seem really willing to pay for breast implants. <laughs> no, that's still a thing. Oh, it's voting cards time. She got a couple girl got game cards. Uh, Jenny Jones finds one of those people and he's like, oh, so like you're in, you're into her, you know, would you let her play you? And he's like, no, I'm not dumb. Like maybe a couple things, but not trips and all this shit. Now we bring out two people that Jenny, the last word might have been, I mean, it's definitely a stretch. I'm sure this is what she said. (laughs) Jenny describes these as two members of their esteemed panel of experts. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Rachel and Patrail. Rachel's outfit, honestly... It might be the worst. Like, I don't I don't know. I mean, they're all bad. But Rachel and Patrail are different. Interesting way. Rachel is wearing the same way that, uh, who was it, LaToya had those shoes that were, like, fake diamond encrusted. Rachel has a hat <laughs> that is similarly fake diamond encrusted all, all the way. Like, every 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 square millimeter of that hat has a bunch of fake diamonds on it I don't know if they're fake diamonds they're pretty sparkly but they're obviously it's obviously not a real diamond hat uh she is wearing like a matching sparkly tank top but again the whole tank top is just sparkly I think it kind of has that same sort of it's like spaghetti straps if it's not a crop top, it's close to that. <laughs> Hard to tell. Uh, she has giant boobs, so like they're everywhere. And just jeans. She looks like Madonna. Like I see this, I see this look. I see you, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel watched that Madonna video with Ali G in it. It was like, I think it was a give it to me. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure it was the give it to me music video honestly the music video itself is what I remember the most it did make cowboy hats stylish for a period of time I I assume she saw it while she was doing research as much as Jenny says this is these are from her esteemed panel of experts these are very obviously to me 
I guess I'll say allegedly because I did zero research to back this up, but I am 99.9% sure that Rachel and Bertrand are actors and are trying to get on TV and that's why they're here. <laughs> Jenny said, well, we're doing an, ep- uh, an episode on players, people who play people. And Rachel was like, got it. Okay. Uh, who is a prostitute? <laughs> like this Ali G Madonna music video, if you remember, like it was Madonna in a limo with a bunch of strippers and like pimps. <laughs> uh, so, and she was wearing a cowboy hat and, I I think Rachel just saw that video while she was doing she was like okay okay I gotta get an outfit for this who's a whore mm, Madonna is sitting with literal whores okay okay I'll just dress like that and then she got she got an outfit based on that she looks clean like I don't know it's one of those things where it's like it's like if somebody's supposed to be like I don't know I guess steampunk or like like you're supposed to be playing a peasant in a play, but you look like you're like you look like you just got out of the bath and put these clothes on. There's something not real about it. Like there's something that's a giveaway as fake. Like when it just looks too shiny and too cute like that. I guess. Uh, their their whole affect, like everything about. If you just see kind of how they are, it's just it's very clear that they're actors. They're not. This is not them. Patril is wearing like a purple suit, but it doesn't have lapels. I need to learn more words about suits to be able to describe them. It doesn't have lapels. It has buttons that go like all the way up, like in Star Trek. Is that good? It's purple. It's all the way purple. Rachel and Patril, I'm pretty sure, went to the Halloween store that year and they were like, could we get two outfits please one for pimp and one for prostitute and they were like here you go and then they showered (laughs) scrubbed their bodies fully clean and put them on catted down that runway jenny jones allegedly brought these fake fucking actors for support for the people on stage rachel comes out and immediately starts yelling at heather and kathy well, she's not really yelling at Heather, I guess. She's yelling at Kathy, which we all want to, but <laughs> You're... why? It's like it's like they dressed up two members of the audience. They <laughs> It's not I don't see what the point of this is. Uh Rachel is like, "You're not teaching your daughter how to be a player. You're teaching your daughter how to be a trashy little hoe." just like mommy like the way her voice is just makes me want to punch her rachel goes off on a bunch of people she won't stop calling people hoes did people ever call people hoes like it's like we all know what it means but like i can't think of a time where people said that in a good or a bad way call someone a hoe you're a hoe it just doesn't sound right some audience some kiss ass audience member can pick me girl uh stands up to say i think jenny jones would be a great role model for all of you because she works for what she has what (laughs) like i i get i don't know does jenny jones work hard she seems i think i don't know at best that's a big old question mark right there patrail talks about 
being a player versus a boss player. Okay. Uh, Jenny, even Jenny is like, what the fuck? <laughs> Patrell's like, I'm better because I'm better because I don't lie. And she's like, oh, so you never tell women you love them just to get something out of them, but you're lying. She's like, yeah, that's gonna be. He's like, I don't even use the L O V word. It's like, oh, you can't even spell the L O V word, I guess. Next up, we have Wayne, his mom, Anna, and his sister, Stephanie. I guess he says that they both sleep with so many men, it's like full time jobs. He's like, I'm embarrassed to go out in public. Okay, this happened, though, in the same kind of episode with Sally, Jesse, Raphael, though. Wait, if you're embarrassed to be seen with your mom and your sister, why the fuck did you bring them on TV to be publicly seen with and associated with your mom and your sister? I don't know. I don't know. Like, why? I just have a hard time trying to figure out why. I guess, obviously, for just to be on TV, I guess, but... If you're embarrassed, I didn't make sense then, Sally. It doesn't make sense here. And then Rachel is like, that's your mom. You should respect her. Okay, Rachel, sit down. Uh, Their outfits, they're both all in black. The mom has like thick bangs, like not the floofy bangs of the 90s, but like full on bangs, (laughs) kind of curled under. It's like she's got long, dark hair. I used to have kind of a similar haircut and look, look, well, it looked good on me. Uh, now I kind of question that because it does look really bad on this woman. She's got kind of that, oh fuck, I do this too. She kind of looks like she has highlighter like around her eyes, like Donald Trump. Um, it's not a good look. She's also got pretty big boobs. Um, she's in this like low cut kind of sports bra with short shorts and that's all connected by a sheer fabric with like a window in the front middle again as a mom you never would put open panel down the middle that's the least flattering thing and then it goes kind of all the way back down as like a mullet skirt I also wonder if this is custom like if this is something she made her daughter her daughter doesn't, I guess, maybe it's just because we're going to compare anything automatically to Heather and Kathy, but I don't know. Her daughter looks, I don't know what you, I don't know, not crazy. Like she, she's not conservatively dressed, I guess, but she's got kind of a similar haircut to her mom, but it's blonde. She's got a black crop top on and a black short skirt. They, between them, they say they've been 100% supporting their entire family doing this for the past four years. They're like, I don't work. I got mine. (laughs) The huge, we see their profile. It says gas tank filled money, clothes, 13 rings, men's entire paychecks, rent paid, bills paid, diamond ring, and a two week trip to Vegas. Guys seem to want to take these ladies to Vegas. That's sad. <laughs> that makes me sad. And they say Anna's playing seven guys all together. She's sleeping with some of them. I think that makes you a prostitute as I'm reading it. I'm like, oh, that's just prostitution. They've fought over the same guys in the past. <laughs> this mother and daughter. Rachel starts yelling at them. 
in support. <laughs> That's why she's here, by the way. Remember that. She calls them trashy players. And then she's like, but you know what? If some guy's going to support them so my tax money doesn't go to pay their welfare, then great. Rachel, you are supposed to be here as a hoe. <laughs> like, if we're calling people hoes, you were invited here as a fellow hoe to support other quote-unquote hoes. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, she's just yelling at everybody. It seems like it just makes her mad maybe when they have daughters that they're bringing into it. I guess that's fine. But the daughter in this case isn't 15. She, I believe, is 18. I'm not saying it's great. It's just... That first one is such a glaring crime against humanity and also against the law that everything else just seems, I don't know, it seems like not as big a deal in comparison. They should probably maybe bury the lead or something. I don't know. Uh, the Some audience member, some of these audience member things are stupid. They're like, playing is the wrong word. Doing is the right word. Okay. Uh, Rachel and Anna <laughs> say that they set a guy up. They set a guy up to like to take his money specifically. And Jenny Jones is like, tell me more about that. And they're like, well, we didn't think he understood English. So like we were trying to steal his wallet. <laughs> that doesn't make it okay. Like that does not make it. It's not okay to rob anyone, whether or not they speak English. Again, I don't know why we're just on stage fucking fully admitting to actual crimes. Anna has five kids. I think that's the mom. And Jenny Jones is like, are you a good role model for these kids? And she's like, yeah. And then Wayne says, like the guy, her son who brought them here, by the way, Wayne says she was good enough to have two sons graduate from college. I don't know if he's including himself in that, but I guess if she has five kids and then this one's a daughter, I don't know. He says, I do think she's a good mom, just maybe not like a good role model for my sister. Mom says she's too good to play with married guys, but they're like, but your daughter's dating married guys or like playing, quote unquote, playing married guys. And she's like, well, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not okay with it, but if she wants to do it, that's good. Uh, we see photos of them. We basically see the daughter's full tits, like just out there. Ugh, they're posing in some of the pictures like together in lingerie. One of them is like them on their hands and knees kind of from the front. And then one is from behind and they're like slightly bent over. <laughs> None of this looks sexy. And it really bums me out or weirds me out that you would do this with your mom. Like you both got into lingerie. If I saw my mom in lingerie, I'd kill myself. Like I'm not... <laughs> I can't, I shouldn't say that, but like I would gouge my eyes out or I don't even know. Like, I feel like I'd have intrusive thoughts for the rest of my life. <laughs> that would be so bad. Let alone like getting dressed together and doing like sexy pictures together that I, uh, that's bad. I wouldn't want that. Nobody wants that. It's gross. Jenny Jones is like, maybe we won't put this these pictures on our website like it's kind of a weird like shade to her guests like she's like usually we put pictures on our website but like these pictures are horrifying maybe we shouldn't what do you guys think like what do you guys think let's take a vote okay let's vote at www.jennyjones.com remember 
when websites used to be websites and you would have to like type them in and go there and visit them specifically. That doesn't happen anymore, of course, but that was a time. So she's directing people to www.jennyjones.com. It's World Wide Web, if you didn't know. <laughs> That's what that is. Cool. Uh, great. Wayne is kind of saying, he's like, listen, I don't care about that. It's just, by that I mean the, like, prostitution, question mark. Don't care about that. It's just, it's, like, embarrassing to go out with them. And then he's also like, this isn't just how they're dressing for the show. This is, like, their everyday dress. And it sucks to, like, go to the grocery store with this fucking front panel missing outfit of my mom. Like, it's so weird. Then we all vote with our voting cards. And all of the audience, guess what? Votes. Got no shame. Why do they even have two sides on this card? Next up, Jenny's going to flip it and reverse it. We have two sexy guys man and lamont jenny says that they have their game down so good that like one plays women for cars and the other one gets their rent money but that really doesn't pan out <laughs> at any point like after this is done i really wouldn't describe it that way i'm also interested in this guy's name which is man m-a-n man um i always have a little test in my head for names is like at some point this this person was an infant at some point, right? And I just can imagine, you know, the grandparents and aunts and uncles and stuff coming by and being like, oh, look at little baby man. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems really weird. Man says he always lives with a woman instead of paying rent. He just wants money. And then we have to watch for their fucking interstitial we have to watch both of them do like an act out where, where they're hitting on women and then scram once they realize there's no money. I don't want to talk about that because it was so awkward. Like it's basically just them being like, mm, baby, I love you so much. How much money do you make? And then the woman's like, oh, like nothing. And they're like, yikes, yikes, yikes. And they do like a Looney Tunes like scram. I don't know. They get out of there. Okay. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't real. Why did we need this? Ugh, uh, their profile, what they get for free. Clothes, gas, hotel rooms, $100 per month per woman. I don't know if that's like a minimum. Mom and sister's hair and nails done. Cars, shopping sprees, a place to stay rent free. And one time they got $5,000 from one woman. And they said one lady gave them four cars. Uh, next up... We get another mom and daughter. Jenny is 17, which is still not okay. We get another hands and knees photo from the front, which is still not flattering. Their outfits match, guys. <laughs> and as much as I want to make fun of this, I feel like I did a very similar thing. With my friend, by the way, not my mom. It was a long time ago, okay? Anyway, their, their outfits match. White mini skirt, black tank top. Jenny has her hair like flipped out like how they <laughs> used to do it with a straightener back in the day <laughs> like make it go like flippy at the bottom but like flip it out very 90s the mom is in a wheelchair and Jenny is like shocked by this she keeps kind of going back to it she's like oh we saw your pictures we didn't know and she's like well I can stand a little like she can stand up it just she's not like fully mobile I guess 
And Jenny just keeps going back to that. Like, she's like, and you guys play guys. And you're in a wheelchair. That's just, that's so weird. Like, it's like kind of rude. Jenny says that a guy brought, this doesn't sound like playing. This just kind of sounds like, high, I don't know, a weird version of high school, I guess. She says some guy brought her, bought her a prom dress so she could go to prom with someone else. Which sounds weird but then she's like well who why like and she's like well it's my ex and he's trying to get back to him with me but like he knew I wasn't gonna go with him and it's like okay well getting your ex to buy you a prom dress is weird but I don't know if it's like playing guys <laughs> I don't know if I would call it that Jenny Jones oh my god this is so funny Jenny Jones says Tammy so like what kind of guys are you playing and Tammy says black guys <laughs> that's it <laughs> Okay, um, she says she also wants her daughter to date black guys because white guys don't know how to groove. Okay, Tammy says her baby daddy pays. She's like, well, my baby daddy pays for like everything right now. And Jenny Jones is like, you have a baby? She's like 17. And she's like, well, I maybe I might be pregnant right now. I think maybe. I don't know. It's just a weird, th- it's a weird, it's weird to describe someone as your baby daddy when you don't know if you're pregnant. Yeah, it seems like kind of putting the cart before the horse to me. Jenny then, their show, they've set up a weird test where they do like undercover bosses, I guess, or like, a, not undercover bosses, but like an undercover video where they set up singles to interact with these quote unquote players. But everybody going into this, like, knows the situation, <laughs> which is what makes this stupid. Because the singles went in knowing that they were going to be meeting, quote-unquote, players. So, obviously, they're probably not going to fall for a trap that they already know about. And then later, we find out that the people also knew. Like, the, play- quote-unquote, players that they set up also were aware of what was coming. So... Uh, seems like a waste of time. We're almost done, guys. Sorry. <laughs> it's been a longer one. But we're almost there. This is kind of the last thing that they do. So they set up Kathy. She's like, they're, and they're like, Kathy, what do you think? And he's like, <laughs> she's like, he was a 19-year-old punk kid and I have more money in my pocket than he does in his entire life savings account. And I'm not here to defend Kathy by any means, who I think might be pimping out her 15-year-old daughter. But why did they set Kathy up with this guy? Like, he does, when he comes out, he visibly looks very young. And Kathy is a stripper, so she probably has a good eye for who has money and who doesn't. I don't know. They're like, well, how did it go? She's like, nah, he said he'd go to the bar with me and give me tips, but... She's like, I knew he was lying. He just, there's no way that a 19-year-old would be able to pay for all this sweet, sweet ass. (laughs) Yes, that Kathy has. Lavone is the next. He says, oh, sorry, Lavone is the girl. She says that the guy said he could, she she was like, yeah, he he said he'd take me out for lobster dinner, uh, that he'd pay for, I guess. He said I could drive his Durango. (laughs) so cool uh and he said that if she'd stay two nights he'd pay for her to stay uh man and lamont each get set up with a girl as well man says the girl said she'd give him a back rub okay guy like (laughs) it's not money it's not really worth 
anything, but all right. Uh, and food. She she offered him a back rub and food, but she wasn't his type. <laughs> but he could have had her naked in 30 minutes, he said. Lamont says, I don't know, not really a lot. He says, oh yeah, she said she'd take me for dinner and bowling. Like, that's just dates, guys. Those are just dates. So here they come. The so-called undercover dates. <laughs> Down the runway. Kathy's date I guess or undercover person is Sean. Sean is wearing a giant yellow vest with a black turtleneck under it and he has a chin strap so you know he's a cool guy. (laughs) And the first thing he says is the way I'm dressed right now I look like I got a little more money than she does. Not really. Sean, you don't. Like, Sean, you just look like a fucking idiot. Uh, he says, I told her I'd give her tips, but that's just like nickels and dimes at the strip club. And she's like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying you don't have money. So, and like, I know that because you are very young. So just statistically, you probably don't have your own money. Lavone's guy, he says, okay, he looks like he is out of maybe Goodfellas, not, maybe not Goodfellas, maybe like a Goodfellas knockoff. He says that he did offer to buy her dinner at first because he's a gentleman. You know how like that's the first thing you do when you meet a woman as a guy is just like, I'll buy you dinner, I guess. Sure. But and after an evening full of like, buy me this, buy me that, buy me this, buy me that, I, he's like, I was over it. Uh, should have been called prostitutes, not players. This gets a standing ovation from the audience, <laughs> I guess. Man, is that the first time? That might be the first time someone said prostitute <laughs> in this whole episode. Maybe that's why they were excited. Uh man's girl. I keep thinking that I was just being lazy when I was writing notes by writing the word man, but that is his name. It's just weird when I see it. Man's girl is dressed in an all-white bodysuit with mesh pants. Uh, He says, she says that his breath was hot and it was gross and it was about to melt my wig hair. Oh, we're almost done, guys. (laughs) Sir. Uh, Lamont's girl is in a zebra striped cocktail dress with a matching zebra print cowboy hat. So if you're keeping score at home so far, we have two bucket hats and we have two patterned, I guess I'll call the first one a pattern. It was very sparkly patterned cowboy hats or textured cowboy hats. I guess I don't know. Um, she says she didn't want to buy him nothing except new shoes to replace these beat up pieces of shit on his feet. But just so you did want to buy him something, shoes. But anyway, he didn't. I like the name Lamont, by the way. I know I shit on a lot of names on this podcast, but I'm actually, I like the word, the word. I like the name Lamont. And we have to watch this tape of stupid undercover bullshit. There's a presenter. Like, this is why I'm like, what? Undercover what the fuck? Like, why? Why are you even bothering to call this undercover? It's the least undercover thing I've ever seen. You had a presenter there with these four people being like, now we're going to put them to the test. (laughs) So, okay. 
the presenter, I don't know who it is, but she's dressed worse than a lot of these guests. Now we watch the hidden video, and there's a cameraman visible in the video we're watching. So the hidden video camera is set up, it's taping this scene, and in that scene there is a cameraman standing there with a fucking camera in his hand. So maybe the video camera, like maybe the angle that we're getting was like hidden or secret. But these people know they're on camera. Like you can't call it a hidden or like a secret video or a hidden camera video if everyone's aware that they're being filmed. So stupid. Like I just can't. Um, and then that girl, I just feel kind of bad because that girl obviously reused that line. She, she should have watched the tape or she should have asked to watch the tape before she came out because then at the end of this, like, I don't know, hidden camera experience, they ask each person, like, what did you think? And she's like, oh, his breath was hot. It was melting my weave. <laughs> and she tried to get a laugh out of it again. Well, Technically, we saw her say it first on stage, but actually when she said it on stage, that was the second time she said it. And because, of course, we're going to end on a strong note on this podcast, that's it. That's it. We don't know. <laughs> Nobody's sending child services for Heather. Uh, nobody's coming to arrest Mikey. I don't know. This is just where we end it, I guess. Jenny Jones takes the time to thank the spy video for their hidden camera work, which is a is stupid. Like <laughs> stupid. I don't know. Just to even just to even mention them at all. They did nothing and for no reason. So anyway, I'm glad they got their kudos. Maybe they got the Jenny Jones bump on their product line. Anyway. I'm sorry that this kind of devolved over the course of the podcast. It was definitely a long one. I do feel like I said everything that I wanted to say, so that's good. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. If you want to do me a solid, if you've enjoyed this, please, if you can give me a five-star rating or a review, or if you want to hit subscribe, any one of those things would be mad appreciated by moi, myself. Hey, I, okay, I know I said I was almost done. I'm sorry. In the little bit of like statistics I can see on this podcast, I think there's somebody listening in Belgium. You guys, Belgium. I love it. Allo, bonjour. And my furnace wanted to pop on. So I'm going to say goodbye really quick so that I don't uh, scare everyone away with my furnace noise. Thank you. If you want to reach out to me, it is realityrootspod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for coming, guys. I will see you next week. Bye.